everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Robots for Eyes. Nice sound of a beer opening. Bosh. Hello. Episode 109. Is it 109 now? How the fuck did that happen? I don't know. Oh, I wasn't going to say fuck. I got about three words in. Nearly. Nearly made it. I'm trying not to swear. Not because Only I Only on care. every fifth word. Yeah. <laughs> if I push it to every sixth, I'll be happy. Yeah. Let me just have a sip. Hang on. That tastes good. Well, I'm going through mm. the Maverick thing. I've got, I've got a cup of coffee here, and then I'm going to have a beer straight after. Yeah, it's a a boffy or a a, a Kia. Uh, yeah, I don't know how a, to a say. Queer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they should do. Some sort of like coffee. Well, I suppose they kind of do, don't they? Not a beer though. They do like liqueurs, don't they? Yeah. But if you put coffee liqueur in beer, what does that taste like? Horrible. Rats, rats arsehole. More than likely. You reckon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like the cute, you know, them like the, the chocolates that you bite into, and there's that wanky bit of. I see, I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm sweat. Sorry, Pete. I'm trying my best. It's not. It's got that repulsive, drinky type shit inside it. Mm. I don't like them chocolates at all. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. I remember nicking them when I was young to try and get drunk off them. <laughs> Never used to work. Oh dear me. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's not um, they're not nice. Those chocolates. Yeah. Stop making them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just don't. Just throwing what they should do is stop making them right and the money that they um, use to make them just send them to us <laughs> nice that'd be the best way to do it yeah robots rise pod, pod patriot whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah patriot something <laughs> I it's called patriot what I don't it? know what it is I don't know it's just yeah whatever I've got some shout outs Rob you can do your usual and figure out what they do for a profession okay Russell Green Russell Green well he's uh, a, a a lift uh, mechanic. A lift mechanic. He actually is, if, if it's the right one I'm thinking of. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. If it is the right one, it might not be. It could be you, just someone else with a complete... Do you know him? I think so. There's uh, there's millions of Russell, Russell Greens out there, but there's only one Russell Green that I know of, and he's on there. Well, there you go. <laughs> so if it's him, it's him. If not, it's not. Elliot James. Elliot James. He he um, he um He's a like a, a bass guitarist. In um, a really like shitty American <laughs> punk, like punk band. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about Avril Skelly? Oh, Avril. I don't. Mm. She's just a slut. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Sorry, um, Avril. I'm gonna go with a with a, um, a scientist Ooh, of yeah. the human anatomy. Okay. Yeah. She's into biology. Then. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Keith Stokes. Keep. Keep. Wow. He's just got to be an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, okay, Russ Lawrence. Russ Lawrence. Um, he's an interior designer. I thought that. That's the first thing I thought of. It's because of that Lawrence Lewin. What's it? Bowen, yeah. or what his name is? Is it Bowen? Is he still kicking about? I don't know. Didn't he do something close to us? Didn't he did that Christmas thing uh, a couple of years ago? He did like a, a grotto thing, and everyone went, it's oh, a pile right. of shit. Because like, right. the, the, all the fucking. Um, elves are like smoking and like <laughs> jagging and stuff in front of everyone. That that they're like. brilliant. That yeah, does. yeah. I'm d- wait, if he does it again, I'm getting in. He's great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whoop. Well, where was I? Russ, there was that Russ Lawrence. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Fiona Taylor. Fiona. Fiona Taylor. I think it's Fiona. I might. Yeah. I might go that wrong. Um. Fiona Taylor. I can imagine her being. Um. Uh. Fiona Taylor. Fiona. 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 Yeah. Fiona. Um, she's probably going. It's fucking. You're, you're saying it wrong. You idiot. Stop it, you knob. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm gonna go with <laughs> a. I'm gonna go with a coat maker. A coat? Did you say? A coat maker. Oh, I, thought you, I thought you were calling a, a drug maker. dealer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a Colombian well, drug. She can be. Goddess. She wants to. Uh, Carl Coles. Carl Coles. Um. He's a boxer. Boxer. Solid. Kelly Bruce. Kelly Bruce. Um. He's the sister of Ken Bruce from the radio. <laughs> John Farraker or Faraker. 
John uh, Fa- he's Farrakhan. You're changing name. He's got to be. I reckon he's a, a wildlife expert. Solid. Uh, Matthew Lennox. Uh, oh. he's I reckon one. he's um, the trainer of um, what's his face? The other one. What um, of the boxer? Uh, what John Farrakhan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the could trainer be. Yeah, yeah. Of John Farrakhan. Yeah. yeah, it could be. That's Hopefully. what I'm going for. Can imagine if it was. <laughs> yeah, just complete fluke. It'd be amazing. Yeah. We've got to give a shout out to Owen because he, he uh, posted a mental Kermit the Frog gif uh, on the page just before we went live. We're live. Okay, cool. Just like Kermit losing his shit or something. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I had a shower before we started this podcast uh, and um, I put some beard oil on because my beard's getting a bit, not on my fuck, not my pant beard. That's <laughs> fucking right. in trim, son. Yeah, yeah. My face beard. And because uh, 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 it's getting, I've shaved it down, but it's getting a bit long again, so it's, it needs a bit of taming. And the cat, Bean, my cat Bean was going absolutely nuts. She's biting my face and trying to like, she's like pouring it and sticking her claws in. And then I was like, bing, light bulb moment. What about catnip beard oil? I reckon that'd be a phenomenal invention. Why? Catnip beard oil. Mm-hmm. What I mean, you could use that on some pe- on people you don't like. I you mean, know, it's like a gift, yeah, secret gift. Yeah, sort of just, thing. and then they just get their face shredded by felines. <laughs> you got a swap update, Rob? Um, do you know what? I, I I did write a message, but I haven't been able because I've had a new <laughs> fucking phone. What's it called? What my phone? I don't know. Black Black Smiths or something. Um, Blackview, <laughs> and I, I I I can't do technology whatsoever, and. I'm kind of not used to the iPhone, and and now I've got a completely different phone, and I'm like lost. I reckon so I haven't been on Facebook or anything for ages. So I did I did mention that um, if John's willing, John was willing that we could do that, but yeah, I will. haven't had a reply. So well, when I say I haven't had a reply, I haven't been able to get on because I don't know how to fucking work my phone. He will, absolutely. He's been serious, Good. and you'll get a tangible thing for a quid, which is worth far more than a pound. And if you want to swap your way up to, I don't know, a trip to the moon with Elon Musk, this is a very, very good starting step. Yeah. Well, I, f- I um, the last John thing I, on I think the get involved. I think the last thing I saw was um, uh, uh, Dennis Nilsson, Nelson, Nelson, oh, what's yeah. his Nilsen. name, Nilsson, yeah, um, saying that he he's got Sutcliffe's hammer or he something. Has. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Yeah. So well. That did tempt me for a second. I did have a bit of a twitch <laughs> when I saw when, I, when that would come through. But uh, I, f- I think I've got to go over the picture at the minute. Absolutely, yeah. That's a brilliant it's a idea. Tactical, tactical first manoeuvre. It's a good, it's, it's a good it's jump. Art. It's like th- jumping four steps I instead of the one. I guarantee you, he sold art that he's created for more than a quid, far more. One pound twenty. So he's ha- <laughs> <laughs> well steady. One fifty. <laughs> See, he's he's uh, he's giving you a boost up the ladder there. Yeah. Almost to the point that I don't reckon you'll want to swap it. You might just go. Yeah, do. That's, that's, that's a good point, actually. John, send him two. Oh. <laughs> two originals. We can swap one. No, you send one. I'll just photocopy it, and then I'll just give the photocopy <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Very> joking. <laughs> Wicked. Um, and Alex says uh, he wants his pubes. You've not. He hasn't got them yet. Well, because I, I shaved them about three weeks ago, so they got oh, grow. Oh, you should have kept them, mate. No. You should have kept them in a giant no, bin no. bag. I will. Uh, I will. Taped it shut and sent it. <laughs> I will do it. I will. I promise. <laughs> I've sent everybody their stickers out this week. Um, We've got to get some more as well. We're like, we're low as fuck. Yeah. Like, seriously, these ones, whichever ones they are here on the back there, whichever right. one it is, like our logo one, we've got like two. Got two left. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we need to get on. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, man. Uh, I think I think we covered pretty much everything. Oh, no, we've got all our so- Robots for Eyes at everything on social media. Yeah, just go on Google, type Robots for Eyes, it'll come up there. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. 
if you want to contact us, just do whatever you need to do. Yeah, yeah. You're not dummies. It's not hard. You can yeah. figure it out. When you do contact, just might as well say, Dear Tom, because <laughs> basically I, I... I. What's I, your Instagram handle? I don't know. Everybody, I can't get remember. Is, isn't it um, Rob, Robot Rob or something like that? I don't remember. Everybody just track Rob down and bombard him. You can, but it doesn't pop up on my phone now because it's a new phone. I haven't mm-hmm. got it all loaded on. So if it doesn't bother me, you might as well just be <laughs> shouting to the abyss. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no one's hearing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So yeah. if you want any t shirts or whatever, you can get that at uh, robotsrisepodcast.com slash tmail. Um I think. And yeah, whatever. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. With all that malarkey. No one really cares. Yeah. But it's just you just fucking have to do it. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it is it's kind of like it's like um that annoying thing you have to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a necessary evil. But, yeah, you have to do it because you need to promote it and all that. So, yeah. Give us all your cash, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Should we we get on with the show? Yeah, let's do it. Peterborough Ditch Murders. Peterborough Ditch Murders? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, Sounds lovely, doesn't it? I thought you said the Peterborough Bitch Murders. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, it both both as well. Ditch or bitch. The Peterborough Bitch Ditch Murders works. <laughs> yeah, total bitch ditch murderer. <laughs> this is a win for the ladies as well. Is it? A solid. Because so, like all the, ser- the female killers that we've covered, um, uh, I think just off the top of my head has been... Rose West and Myra Hindley, they've been sort of paired up with with men. And okay, so <coughs> she's on her own. She's a lone gun in this yeah. operation. Yeah, well, th- them two, they always claim that they claim that they were kind of victims and they were coerced into it, but not this time. No. This well, is... Yeah. A fuck, this is a strong entrance for uh, a female <laughs> in this. <laughs> right, okay. She's a, a crazy, fucked up, disgusting woman. Okay. But it's a hell of a, it's a, hell of a story, mate. She's not high on the body count. No, okay. Well, that doesn't matter sometimes. Three. That's fine. She only killed three people, and she stabbed like another two in a 10-day den- I b- period. I believe that means you are a serial killer, so... Um. Well, it's, you know, um, she's not actually. What is it? She's not a serial killer because... I didn't actually know this. Strictly, strictly she's not. Because even though she got to the magic number of three, the problem was she was just far too eager. She did it too quickly. Now, to be qualified as a serial killer... You've got to kill three or more people in a 30-day period. Because she did it in 10 days, she's sort of like dabbling in the world of the spree killer instead of... Uh, oh, so she's kind of jumped over serial killer and just gone into like some sort of nutter killer. Y- yeah, yeah, she did it too Is quick. It, if you get like a high school shooter who kills 20 people, that's not a serial killer. It's a spree killer. Oh, right, okay. So there's all, all these... Every day's a school day. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And all the bodies that she killed, these three dudes that she um, she murdered, they were dumped in the fens in uh, the east of the UK. And that's, I think that's short for Fenlands. It's like a marshy area. Ferns and like shit like that. Ditches and shit that run along, like parallel with farmers, fields and roads, quite a big expanse of areas, you know what I mean? So okay. 
So it's some she's she's a she's a lovely girl, mate. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's hear the start <laughs> to life. She uh, she started. <laughs> she actually <laughs> used sexy like her um, ferocious. I'll say ferocious sexuality to manipulate and lure men to their death. Yeah. Just so she could satisfy a lust for blood, like nice. legit man. She loved blood. She she claims she killed eight men in total. Right. Okay. But she's only got. F- Three she's been put down for. Yeah, so she's to speak. a she's a pathological liar. She said that she killed a father and two people in a house fire and ran over two pedestrians, killing them. And there's zero evidence for that. Okay, so she's just completely fucking tapped. Yeah, she's just off it. Yeah, she's tapped, mate. She, yeah. Okay. Okay. Tapped to the highest level. Nice. She gave no motive for what motive for what she did other than just wanting to fucking see a bit of blood. Yeah. Like okay. Legit. She told psychologists after she was like done for this. As we're going to get through horrible, horrible series of events, mm. that she wanted to kill just to see if she was as cold as she thought she was. Then she said it got Moorish, and I just got a taste for it. She was thirty-one at the time of the murders, and what's scary, mate, is she's a mother. She had two children. Oh right, okay, and same age as me. Yeah. Well, you'd think, like being a mother, it would she'd have some form of you know, emotion or empathy for people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like bring you'd think so, yeah, but because obviously she's got her own children and what would it be like if, if your children were taken away by yeah. a murder? And then that surely would stop people, you'd think. Exactly, but apparently not. One of the daughters has even said, and they're only young, um, that she's very scared that something's going to fucking snap in her mind as she gets older and she'll, she'll start, she'll become a killer. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. how much it's affected her. And I felt like we should cover this one because whilst researching the Moors murders over Christmas, which is a lovely thing to do, yeah. I found out that only three women in UK history have been given whole life prison tariffs. Oh, right, okay. Which means you're never getting out ever, no matter what. That's quite low when you think about it. Yeah. Well, they're only reserved, three? Yeah, they're reserved for exceptional cases. What, the blokes going around raping and stabbing, mostly. Yeah, yeah, like really dangerous individuals. <clears throat> now, the three women are Rose West, Myra Hindley, and Joanne Dennehy. Now, because we've covered Hindley and West, I yeah. thought... Yeah, well, we've got to do the trio. Yeah, got to get the same Imagine if those three were... Like, imagine if they could all meet together. I know, obviously, one of them's dead now, but like... Oh, they nearly did, mate. That would have been um, one hell of a party, wouldn't it? They nearly did. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a quick example of what she's like. After her trial, as soon as Joanne Dennehy was banged up in Bronzefield Prison, and I'm not joking, literally, as she walked in, she threatened to murder Rose West. So I'm going to stab that fucking bitch up just to prove that she was she was top just this <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crazy. And like the staff were so worried that she was going to do it. Because you've got no reason yeah, to yeah. doubt her. They immediately put Rose West in solitary confinement and then transferred her to another prison the following morning. Oh, right, okay. Such was her reputation. Yeah. Considering Rose West killed 10 people, we're talking about yeah, a yeah. really, really tapped person. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. 10 people, but over how long? Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Yeah, she's a proper serial killer. So Rose Rose West is a serial killer, right? But that she's like done like the, the thousand metre like hurdles, right? <laughs> Well, Denny or whatever her name is Denny. has done has done the the fifty meter sprint. Yeah, she did. Yeah. So you know she she may tire out quicker, but she's quicker. She she gets more murders under the belt. I, in that I time. wouldn't say she tired out quicker. It's as if <laughs> it's she as could, if yeah. she was sprinting. She she started as if she was gonna do. She started fast like she was gonna do a marathon, and then somebody just ran out and broke her legs from underneath her before she could carry on. Someone did a, a two footed challenge on her. Yeah, they stopped her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if they didn't, fuck knows, we'd be dead now. Probably uh-huh. everybody would be dead. 
She was born in 1982 in Hereford, England. And what makes her case strange... Well, there's many things that make her case strange, but her childhood is not typical of a, a sadistic, psychopathic, you know, serial killer. Oh, right, it's different. Mate, far from it. Her upbringing was... Well, I read, like, people saying it was idyllic. It was something that most would be, you know, envious of. She was from a privileged family um, and, like... Well, Considering where she started her life and where she ended up, it's a complete polar opposite. She lived with her mum, Kate, her dad, Kevin, and her sister, Maria, in a £320,000 four-bedroomed detached house in Hereford. Okay. So not not poor, not poverty sort of thing. and Yeah, okay. Maybe the finger of doom was in there. That's what we're thinking here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Something must have happened to her. Finger of doom. (laughs) Her mother wrote... Or the cock of doom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, her mum owned and ran a shop. That was her own business. Her dad was a security guard and they both earned really good money and put uh, put both of their daughters through good schools. Her sister ended up joining the army. She served in Afghanistan and she runs her own IT company. Successful IT company. Uh, they're, They're clever kids. Joanne was actually really clever. Um, I say, well, she still is. She was above average, um, showing talents in all subjects at school, particularly murder. Particularly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, murder class. Particularly Margie with the knives. <laughs> yeah. No, she was uh, interested in music, uh, more sp- specifically the the piano. Okay. And um, so her parents actually paid for lessons outside of school, and that ain't cheap, man. No. You know what I mean? That sort of. Sh- th- this is just showing that she's had a very good upbringing. That sh- I think she, I think she, um, she did horse riding lessons as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Using the netball team, the volleyball team. She's one of those ones who are good at everything, really. Yeah, the ones you hate at school. And yeah. You're like, why can't I open a fucking pencil case? Yeah, yeah. And you're doing all this. And you're hovering. Yeah. <laughs> you can play the violin, the piano. And you're writing doing, with your mind. Doing, getting fucking A's in maths. I'm yeah. struggling to sharpen a pencil. Yeah. Dad, I hate you. And then she <laughs> goes off the rails, I'm good. And then you go, ha ha. So there was no problems at school. Okay. Nothing was reported. No problems at home. She had a caring family. No abuse. No violence. Nothing. It's, it's all... It's all fucking going Gravy. for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was a sensitive child. I, I saw like an interview with her mum and she said like, um, I think she like, accidentally trod on a garden worm or something when she was a, like a youngster, like I don't know, six. And it made her cry, which is hilarious yeah. considering yeah. what we're going to go through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she had normal school friends through primary school and the beginning of secondary school. Mm-hmm. Teachers liked her. She was well behaved, level headed, no problem at all. Could have gone to uni. I think she was... I think her family were like kind of... Uh, she had plans to become a lawyer, <laughs> which is ironic. Yeah, yeah. Considering what happened. It's a model daughter, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. But this car... This caring, hard-working, clever little girl... Right. ...began to change. Her family noticed something wasn't right as she entered the teenage years, around sort of 13 years of age. Okay. And her descent into madness is is quite it's quite strange. It, it doesn't fit any any stereotypes, doesn't it? Okay. Well, I say that I'm not a serial killer or a murderer expert. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not like any of the ones we've we've covered. Yeah. It's usually a bit of like animal cruelty or being abused and yeah, it's not or like being kicked around or something, and then then they sort of just go right, fuck it. Yeah. It's gonna madden, don't they? Usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> none of that. Well, she may. Wa- the thing is, she may well have been abused, and we just don't know. Yeah. Okay. Or, or she, I mean, is it probably just, she's probably just completely tapped in head and mentally unstable. Yep. She's got lots of issues, and that's probably what Everyone's it. different, so people can go crazy over fuck all, can't they? Yeah. So, yeah. But it was like around the edge of, whether it was puberty, hormone change, I don't fucking know, that's me speculating, but 
something changed and her life fucking started spiraling. Massive deterioration of, of mental well-being and relationships with the family just crashed. Okay. Just completely tanked. And within a few years, she was a drifter and a drunken addict. Also, a full-on sadist. Oh, right, okay. Which is a favourite of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. She was hanging around with a lot of older dudes. She was getting drunk, smashed out of her mind all the time. She was hammered and high at school on many occasions. Sounds fun, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's even when she bothered turning up, because most times she didn't. Yeah, yeah. She just went off the rails, didn't she? Then She just thought, fuck this. Yeah. So in a test, mate, she turned up to do like exams, bladdered, and mm. even jumped out of a window in one of the exams. <laughs> jumped out the window? Yeah, apparently so. I mean... Oh. Yeah, that's what that's what I read. Right. She's having fun, man. Yeah, yeah. She sounds alright at this point. <laughs> she sounds. She's, I mean, she's not doing any. I mean, she's she's a bit of a live experimenting. Wire. Yeah, she's a bit of a live wire, but um, yeah, she's she's getting drunk and having a laugh. There's nothing like something like like teachers started no- saying like sh- they noticed something was up when she doesn't look like she could sit still. She was starting to move all the time. Like she was permanently Twitching fucking and, yeah. bored, and like she's fucking constantly restless. And they're like, "Would you shut the fuck up?" And she's like, "She won't." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's just school, man. Because I found it boring in some aspects. Yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah, everyone does it. You know, school. There's certain things you like, certain things you don't. Simple as. Yeah, if, you, if you're not interested in what they're saying, like, um, King Henry the Eighth. Um, he was born in 14. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. And you go to a French lesson. They're telling you, you're like, oh, wait, just I'm not interested in this. You know what I mean? So yeah, if yeah. you're not interested, you're not going to learn. And no, it sounds no. like she just wasn't interested <laughs> yeah, in anything. just can be asked, yeah, yeah. And I think initially, it was just the schooling aspect that was concerning everybody. Like They thought it was a phase and she was going to fuck up her early education. Okay. Because she's just fucking going nuts. And obviously her parents tried to figure out what was going on, trying to help her. But it didn't, it seemed to make, like, no matter what they did, it seemed to push her further away. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they were even like begging and pleading and that. And seeing the reactions of family members being distressed and disturbed by her actions, <clears throat> I think it kind of made her want to go. Empowered her. Oh, right, she liked it. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like fed off their pain and desperation. I know that sounds stu- like quite dark and deep, but it seems to that seems to be what what was happening. Mm. She seems to get a th- enjoyment out of seeing others. Suffering, I suppose, yeah. And as time went by, shit got worse. Like, real worse. She started, like, drugs, more drugs, more booze. Started hanging around with dodgy old dudes who were involved in crime. I say old, like, they're, like, 20, 25, and she's she's 15, you know what I mean? She's... They're involved in crime. It's not somewhere you want your little girl to be... Yeah, growing up in, yeah. Yeah, dropping out of society, basically. Mm-hmm. Just turning her back on everything that she could potentially have been. Um, nothing anyone could do would alert her to this dangerous path that she's heading she's down. Just, just, yeah, just just did it and just didn't see anything wrong with it, I suppose, because she's a bit tapped. Yeah. yeah. I, I assume. But yeah, just a little bit, mate, yeah. she became extremely promiscuous she Mm. was fucking everybody all the time by all accounts I mean I don't know they didn't know her but that's what I mean if you listen to this Joanne I'm sorry but that's what it seems to indicate men and women yeah she didn't give a damn right Uh, she just have a go on anything yeah Uh, I think around the age of 15 or 16 she learned that she could control and manipulate men into doing whatever she wanted using sex which is I tell you what, ladies, girls, if you're listening to this and you want, that's true. It's true. You can, men are fools. Yeah. You can get them to do anything. 
Yeah, well, that's a lot of people follow the cucks, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Like if you want if you if you want your husband or your boyfriend or whatever to put up a shelf that you you know that he hasn't you've been asking him for months or mow the lawn or something, all you got to do is fuck the shit out of him first. Yeah, and then it'll be the shelf will be up and it'll be done. There'll be six shelves up ready for the next one. Six in, like really level, immaculate <laughs> shelves, <laughs> the best ones you've ever seen. Ever. Looks like a carpenter's <coughs> been in and, and put him up. Yeah. So, so there's a there's a tip for you girls. Just ride your bloke and you'll get shit done fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh dear. Uh, yeah. And she knew this. She realised yeah. this at an early age and used it. She's yeah. like, oh, I can fucking give him a bit of this, give him a blowy, and they're in my hands. They're putty. And like, actually, men and women that were interviewed by police after her murders said that she was terrifying in bed. Like right, okay, just a complete fucking lunatic nutter in bed. She'd stab herself whilst fucking. She'd stab herself while fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's getting uh, like yeah, intense sexual arousal from pain and seeing people bleed. Well, now it didn't matter whether it was somebody else. Yeah, so yeah, it didn't matter whether it was somebody else or herself. She didn't care. Right, okay. pain, whether inflicted or self-inflicted, it, it, she fucking... That she was loved it. it. Yeah, they said that she had paraphilia sadomasochism. Uh, I think that might be what Albert Fish had. It's where, like, your, I don't know, your pain and pleasure circuits are either connected to one circuit board or, or, or cross-wired or something, yeah, you know what I mean? something's not, not right, yeah. <laughs> so if it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. She liked being fucked in graveyards. Right, okay. She was banging to violent porn, like S&M, bungees and all that sort of shit. Mate, dude said that they'd wake up with like, in the morning and f- like find her pushing knives into their back. Not not stabbing her, just... Just, just gently just to like, wake him up or something. It's like, yeah, man, we got a live one here. I'd be like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> 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 That's what I'd be like. Definitely. It's scary, isn't it? Yeah, I'd be like, uh, well, I think you'd have to pay the game of it, wouldn't you? You go, oh, well, that's, you know, it's a bit cheeky. Anyway, yeah. uh, do you want a cup of tea? I'm well, going to put my clothes on first before I make a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Slam. <laughs> He's driving off. You can imagine the conversation. Like, I, I, I just, uh, I want to spice things up in bed. And you'd be like, all oh, right, what are you thinking? And she'd be like, ah, you know, I'm just thinking of stabbing you. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking of putting a blade into you when um, when you're asleep and to wake you up yeah. to fuck me at some point, maybe. If I can see you bleeding, that's it, I'm wet. Can we do that? <laughs> like, no. Fucking nutter. And she was, obviously, if she's putting knives into people and she's enjoying pain, she became a, a full, like a full-on self-harmer. Okay. And the day she went on the rampage, um, as we're going to get to later on, she took photos, photographs of herself on a, on a balcony of a mate's house um, and she's lifted a top up because you, well, whatever, man. I think, and you I can think see I just c- slices all across her belly. Where I she's think just I just saw it because I, I just looked at the pictures because I was just trying to see if I recognised her. Jesus Christ, are Not you young, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's back in the day, you know. Now, um, you know what I mean? Like, if she's been on the news, whatever. But, um, yeah. um, I couldn't recognise her, but I saw the picture of her. She's on the balcony and she's got, like, legs up and yeah, doing yeah. all sorts of weird stuff. With that a hand- handcuff on her trousers. Mm. She used, I mean, she was mad. And that was the day of a rampage, was it? She'd already killed people at that point. She was, right. she was just sort of she was turning it up to number eleven, spinal right, tap okay. style, just going for it, literally spinal tap style. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and when she was fit, we'll go back to her teenage years now. Okay, that was just like a little bit of a tangent. So yeah, yeah. Years. When she was about fifteen, she started uh, seeing a geezer, a man called John Trina. He was twenty. Right. So straight away, you can see why her parents were. So, he, so he's a paedophile. Well, no. Um, I think we've got to say 
for what I mean, what he says is he he didn't have sex with her until they were sixteen. Mm. So technically, he's not a paedophile. Well, I d- I don't think he'd lie about anything. Don't you? No, not no, at all. Neither, I don't think so as well. Yeah. So it's, uh, you can see why they're panicking. Is he like a Christian? Yes. Born again, mate. <laughs> you can see why like, <laughs> her parents are. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was drunk, high. You know, they're hanging around with dudes that really should have known better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like whatever they did to try and rein her in would just backfire and it'd push her away even more. It was like she's like the the north of a magnet and they're a south. They're trying to get closer. It's just f- fucking keeping the. D- you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, like we say, Trina he didn't sleep with her till she was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Obviously. So don't come. He, yeah, don't yeah, come yeah, out yeah, with John. That's exactly what he did. She was turning into a crazy person <laughs> long before <laughs> she met yeah, him. Right. Okay. He's not like people are giving him loads of like saying that he's somehow responsible and lead, leading her astray. That's not. That's not the truth. Well, I think it's by the sound of it and by the look of her, she just always gonna be like it. Yeah. He did the. He was um actually a decent dude. It turned out he was like a, a decent fella t- with with the kids and that. She was the tap one, wasn't he? Mm. He was he was dragged into some shit. You know what I mean? Oh, it was he one of those where he gets to the door after a hard day's work. He's got his head down on the door, going, "Oh shit, what am I about to walk into this time?" Sort walk of, in, mate. and then like, oh, for fuck's sake, well, how are we going to dispose of this one? <laughs> <laughs> so her parents actually locked her up at one point in the house. Okay, just trying to keep her in. Didn't work. She just she escaped, yeah, yeah. She's jumping out of exa- out of windows at school, pissed whilst doing exams. She would jump out, wouldn't? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. She ain't gonna, you ain't gonna contain her. She's, it's not a phase. She's off her head. Yeah, yeah. And as you could imagine, Joanne Dennehy and John, <laughs> it's not a phase. Imagine. Oh, it's all right. It's just a phase. <laughs> she just jumped out the fucking window. It's How a phase. They do this. They jump out windows for a week <laughs> or two, and then they stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. I think that's what it was. Yeah, just yeah. Let, we just got a fucking letter. Ho- hopefully, you look down and she's splattered all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, yeah. I mean, looking yeah. back, it might have been. But, uh, like, Joanne and John um, were unsurprisingly useless. Uh, they hadn't. And that's. Just, they were just young. John was just young. Yeah, yeah. Joanne was fucking tapped. Uh, they didn't have a job and they ended up living, I believe, in a tent for a year on Wasteland, not too far from where Joanne's family in their nice four-bedroom house lived. Okay. So, like, I think at this point, like, her parents are like, we just have to roll over and just let her do this because no matter what we do, it's fucking backfiring. So, let's just let her do it and hope it... See what happens. Yeah, see if she comes back and goes, look, I've mucked up or something and maybe change, maybe. I don't know. I just it's hard to, to know unless you're there at the time, isn't it? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, of course. We obviously kind of know the situation, but until you actually see it personally happening, you don't know what exactly. the, uh, the uh, interpretation of it is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, we, we're not there. We weren't there. You know, yeah. this, we're only reporting on what we've what we've read. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, she left home for good at around the age I think it was sixteen, and she only came home when she needed money, which okay. is a fucking classic, isn't it? Yeah. And in 1999. Then he and Trina got housing, I believe, in Luton. It was shared accommodation, I think, through like social services because she was pregnant at 16. So okay. they had to fucking give her somewhere to live. Now, now Trina says he suspected that she was dangerous. Like he, he said that he seen uh, he saw De- Dennehy like verbally batter a man to the point where he just he was in tears mm. as a 16 year old. Yeah, yeah. She's just, I mean, come on, mate. You know what I mean? How hard? Can <laughs> How hardcore must she be? <laughs> she loved that though, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, yeah, because she's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, proper. I bet if you punch her in the face, right, 
like if if she was having a go at you verbally like that, and you just went, "I'm not having this," and chinned her, even though you shouldn't do, she'd probably be going, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah she Where's here's a knife? She would mm. do, mate, definitely. Posh. Um, they eventually settled in Cambridge. I think that's where they they lived for quite a quite a fair bit of time. She had two children, mm-hmm. and surprisingly, she was a fucking. She was good as gold when she was pregnant. Yeah. No booze. No okay. drugs. Fair fry. No I violence. No, nothing, mate. But when she blasted the kids out... She was on it like a like she missed nine months of boozing and she, drugs. Yeah, yeah. She's like going colossal bend. I'm doing it? triple the amount each night for the next 10 years. Yeah, she was not interested yeah, yeah. at all. in. She w- apparently, she wouldn't even change nappies, which I'm thinking, is that re- really? How do I know? It's, it sounds selfish, that does. It's like... It sounds really, really like I, I don't know. It's like she sounds got intentions to obviously look after the baby to start with, and then because it's her, because yeah. it's part of her. But as soon as she's it's out of her, she's like gone. No, nah, don't care. Don't care now. And like it, really, if she, you know, why is she being like that? And the only way way I can think about it is that she cared about herself at the time. Yeah. While yeah. she was pregnant, and and then as soon as the baby's out, that's done. I've done my bit. Yeah, get them out. Get back on the drugs. Let's get on it. She she used the children as uh, weapons, which is, I mean, we've heard that a lot of times on the podcast. She actually yeah. told her mum and dad, that if you want to see your granddaughter, you're going to have to pay for access. Like or cash. come to our tent. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to get a ticket. Yeah, yeah. So pay for access. Yeah, literally, money. You want to see your kid, you need to pay, mate. Like, it's fucking despicable. Pay for access. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you would be, just be like... You'd be looking at your your girlfriend, wouldn't you, or your wife? Sorry, and going, look, seriously, is our is our son or daughter saying this? Yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't raped or abused you, or the daughter, or the son or daughter, you for you to even come up with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. In fact, her parents didn't know where she was, or or see her for about ten years until they saw her on TV after the murders as, as like a wanted woman. Oh right, like, okay. Fuck. You know what I mean? So the relationship with John Trina was um, fucking hectic, to to say the least. I, d- I don't think he was expecting her to turn into the person she did. You know what I mean? He knew that she was a bit, a bit of a live wire. Yeah. But it got wor- like she'd abandon the children and just leave them alone. Just fucking. Well, it didn't surprise me if she can't be asked to to clean out the fucking nappy. I know. Well, I d- that's what it's. I don't know. If she, I mean. Oh, the press she line? I don't know, probably. Well, they probably are and they aren't. She probably didn't, but like, you remember babies are shit factories, they shit like every three hours, don't they? So she's, <laughs> she's probably changed mean. She's probably changed them a few times and gone, what the fuck, and just left it them after that, yeah, you know no. what I mean? It's bad, isn't it? It's, that's neglect, that's that's really like fucking, uh, you know. And she'd disappear for days on end, just going on colossal benders, so she'd leave the kids and fuck off, and he'd be like, where is she? I can't get all of her. <laughs> so so he, yeah, he was all right, I suppose, in a way. He was trying to look after yeah, and do yeah, what yeah, his yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was, was just yeah. fucking off. off I think he nuts. was. I think he was just like a lad at twenty. I think he was just like a lad. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's got their. Got their bo- both kids, his are they? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Everyone's got problems, and he had his problems. But when the kids come along, I think he was. Yeah, he was like solid. Down, yeah, yeah. Tried to help him out. You know what I mean? Um, but she nearly dropped one. Well, I say dropped. Just ran a bath for one of the nippers and just. Put it. I like, went to put her in in like boiling hot water, just hot tap on. Scalded. And he was like, "What are you doing?" Because she was plastered. Yeah, yeah. Off a complete rocker. Yeah. And fucking hell, was it? And she actually fucked off for a year and a half at one point. Just walked off and didn't come back for a fucking year and a half. When she did come back, 
like like John had he had no idea where she'd been. Yeah, yeah. Just no Just contact. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like she could have been dead. Yeah. He probably thought she was dead after a year and a half. You know, if she was being on these crazy benders and and he would have obviously been well aware of what she was doing. Yeah. Getting pissed up and drugs or whatever. Yeah. So she put he probably would have known that she might have been out bashing other blokes as well. Oh yeah, yeah, he knew that for sure. Yeah, so he might end up just thinking is you know, after like a month going, She's fucking dead. She's definitely yeah. dead. And he didn't want he wouldn't have wanted that. He can no, no. mum of, yeah, yeah. of his Obviously, but look, what are you gonna think if they got no contact or anything? Are you gonna think that they that they can't contact you because they're dead? Yeah. I That's think what you're gonna think. I think he's a good dude. He he did he did the right thing. He really did. Yeah. Um, he said when she came back from a year and a half absence, uh, then he was changed, completely changed. She came in, she just sit on the floor, rocking back and forth, knife in fucking hand. He, you know, she'd cut herself in front of him, and he'd be like, "Are you all right? What's up?" And she'd be like, "Ah, I'm totally fucking fine." She'd bring random junkies, like proper full on, you know, fuck, <laughs> into the house with the children. Fuck. And you got to fucking do something. In it. She was yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, I'm, I'm hoping he'd done something. <laughs> well, well, Tried to or something. She was just incredibly violent. Mm. It, you know, you're walking on it's like eggshells around her. She's like prone to explosive outbursts of mad temper. She threatened to kill him multiple times. She attacked him with a cricket bat. Actual bodily harm. You know, mm-hmm. he's fucked him up, man. He's got scars and, you know, he's, she, mm-hmm. he's, she's not fucking about. No, no. She isn't, isn't bullshit. She said, she said hated the children. Didn't want them anymore. So like in desperation, he's like, I've got to fucking. It's is it is it external influences on her? Is it just yeah. so? Let, so he said, look, let's just move. I think they moved over to uh, East Anglia to just try and get away from bad influences. Yeah, yeah, the, may, maybe yeah, the people that she's seeing will disappear then, if that was the case. Yeah, but it obviously wasn't the case. They yeah. did disappear, and she was still a nutter. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Her booze escalated. Yeah, uh, you know, he'd f- he found her cutting in East Anglia, cutting her neck with razor blades, and she's fucking really up there with it. She had a that she's got a tattoo. You've probably seen it on that. Yeah, under her right eye of a star. She did that herself, and she's also got a tattoo that says "Licking Legend." Licking legend. <laughs> Fucking proper. Yeah. Um, when she was gone... Classy bird. <laughs> yeah. Def- mate, she was supporting herself with jobs that paid in, like, you know, whiskey and vodka. She was robbing shit, oh, mugging right, okay. people, just fucking off her head. You know, living with criminals who would... I don't know whether they'd egg her on, but... You I know, don't think she needed egging on by the sound of her. I know. Yeah, she just probably just probably just done it, and she they just went. Let's let her do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. We might get something out of it, but like, <laughs> I don't care. She's completely psychopathic, obviously. Know, yeah. Just let her fucking do it, and just just nod, just uh, nod when she comes back. <laughs> and, and whilst <laughs> this is happening, there's two little girls mm. who are going, "Where's mum? Where's mum?" You know what I mean? You imagine if you if if well, mummy's out at the moment getting some heroin and injecting it in her eyeball and probably stabbing some blokes up. Yeah. I imagine mummy's gone mental. Mummy's dead. <laughs> in two thousand and nine, she was drinking approximately two liters of vodka a day. That's, that's a four. Pi- that's nearly four pints. Yeah, I don't so think she was very. She wasn't very big. She was quite a slight girl. So that's some fucking girl. I, I think if you drink loads, you you usually are like that. You know these big fat yeah. blokes who are meant to be alcoholics. Fucking now, nah, you're not an alcoholic, mate. Yeah. You don't look like a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look like a skeleton, you're an alcoholic. That's it. Yeah. You're gonna. You're about to die. Yeah. You need but to. But if you're if you're a fat pie eater and you say you're an alcoholic, I call bullshit. You're, you're bullshitting. Yeah. Get it's out of the alcohol alcohol anomalous. Get yeah. out now. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah, be pointing yeah. and going. You're too you're too fat to be in here. Get out. It's true, man. Isn't it? 
It's fucking true, that is. You know, you got to be a skinny fucker to be a, a proper one, yeah. <laughs> a proper one. you got to be a skinny fucker. So Dennehy, when, like, she was, when she was around, she was quite a disturbed, like, she would tell her boyfriend that she wanted to kill someone, which is a bit fucking, you know, he'd believed her at this point. Well, of course she would if she's there cutting her own neck and stuff. I'd be like, mm, yep. I, she's, I, uh, <laughs> I, think the, I think the last straw was when she turned up at, when she returned from this like year and a half of just going on a mad debauchery, bender, yeah, she come back and turned up to a children's school just f- out of her mind, just out of a tiny mind, just trying to attack people. And um, John Trina was like, well, "We've got." To. She's doing that in public. She, this we've got to get, we've got to fucking yeah. go, man. I've yeah, got yeah. kids. He, he didn't take his belongings, and he just he just fucked. He just got the fuck out of Dodge. Quick, smart. With Lock the kids, yeah, they lost his house. Yeah, yeah. Didn't even take possession. Didn't just care. Just went. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll say fair play to him. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Sometimes, it, well, money doesn't really mean anything, does no, it? No, you just no. need to get out. Yeah, especially when your nippers are in danger, just like that. Yeah, you can't trust. You can't. She's saying she wants to kill people. She's and junkies she's back trying to, to beat people up at school, and you're like, yeah, she's you know, she's on the, you know, on the cusp. She's bounced a cricket bat off his head before. Yeah. You've got to fucking. Look after your own here, you know what I mean. Mm. But th- him leaving was good for him, and it was really good for the kids. Obviously, yeah. I mean, they're probably not going to understand it, but they will in hindsight. But for her, uh, she probably looked at it as good, but it wasn't good because like there was nobody to at least try and rein her in. She was like, proper on her yeah, own, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely unstable, carried a knife. With her everywhere she went at this point, she ended up spending short spells in prison, um, like assaults, knife crime, possession of a dangerous dog, which is, I don't know, man, that shit's reckless, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like a knife. This is like, imagine a knife with its own brain that could just randomly attack people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, it just goes off on a mad tangent. Yeah, 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 like drug offences. That's a, sort of like, like, and possession of stolen goods. It's It's not... The worst shit, but it's worrying shit to say the least that yeah, she's yeah. getting involved with. And Joanne Denny became a prostitute as well. Which God, that didn't surprise me. No, nah, I mean, that was just that was a matter of time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was researching this, I was like, I bet you she did. I yeah, bet I was, you, man. Uh, well, yeah. I, as soon as, as he left, um, I, w- I was thinking that I should probably end up doing, doing that straight into that. Well, not straight into it, but. You know, because she's got no support and she's just going to be a fucking uh, money whorage. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, Such is the pull of drugs and booze, if you're an addict in it, that you will do whatever the fuck you need to do to get it. Uh, February 2012, which is about a year before the carnage started, she spent around three or four days in a psychiatric hospital in Peterborough and they diagnosed her with a shitload of you know, mental health issues. Yeah, yeah. And they said that it's it's, it's it's manifesting in her with, like, anger, rage, aggression, irresponsibility, the full works, basically. Yeah, which is off the rails. Yeah. Explains why. You know, like, so they said that she didn't feel any emotion inside whatsoever, which is one of the reasons why she would inflict pain on herself. Okay. So, whether to try, try and rein herself in, in a way. I know it sounds mad. But no, just the way she... To, to feel something... Mm. Whether it be physical or mental, whatever it was, she un- she understood pain and distress is what her brain allowed her to feel. Bosh. So in 2013, February, she was living in a bedsit in Byfield, Peterborough. Her landlord, who's a dude called Kevin Lee, 
he would house disadvantaged people. Okay. You know, he was trying to help him out. He's a good dude. And he could see that she was in a bit of a state. But he also noticed that Joanne Dennehy was an intimidating individual. Yeah, a bit of a fucking psychopath. Yeah, she was tough. Took absolutely no shit off anyone. Probably didn't know exactly how crazy she was. But in conversations with Kevin, Joanne told him that she'd actually killed her dad after he raped her. Now, we know that's bullshit. Yeah, obviously because he's alive going, yeah. what the fuck? You're saying I'm dead and I raped you, but you're asking for money for me to see your, your kids? Yeah, you're trying to extract money out of me and I'm supposed to be dead, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm brown bread, how am I going to give you money? <laughs> so, so for some reason, like many of the men yeah. around her in her life, Kevin Lee became totally, like totally infatuated with her. She got in his head, like proper. Like Dudes would fall for her. All the time, totally entrancing. She was just, she just could do that. I don't think it's because she had like a risky edge to her. You know what I mean? Like mm. uh, she wasn't shy about telling fellas. I think I, I'd be double smart crossing the road every time I saw her. And yeah. I'd go, like, fucking nutter. cross the road, look the other way, walk backwards if I have to. Yeah. Just to not look at her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, eye contact means she's going to try and talk to me or stab me up or something. Yeah. She's, mate, she's like, pr- it's like a proper black widow. You know what I mean? She's she's after femme fatale. Men are not safe. And because of like this dangerous side that she appeared to have, Kevin Lee actually employed her to evict problem tenants, you know, like um ones that like fuck up his house or yeah. don't pay. He had a few properties. So she was, yeah. So it was like yeah, she was like um like a bailiff in a way, I suppose. Well he called her the enforcer. Right. Which is uh, like he used he tried to use a council to get people out. Yeah, um, and they wouldn't do it, but, but she'd just go in with a knife and go, I'm going to cut your throat. Yeah, literally. Yeah, probably. Yeah. She's far more effective yeah, and got yeah. the, jo- the job done. Like, fucking immediately. She'd just walk in and just put a knife to the throat and go, I'm going to kill you unless you fuck off by tomorrow. And I'm not fucking joking. I'm probably yeah. just getting my right slapping as well. Yeah, probably getting my kick in, yeah. You know what I mean? And because of this, he was paying her in booze and he'd let her live oh, in, right. in, in his properties rent free. So he's like dropping her a bottle of vodka. It's cheaper than paying her. You know what I mean? She yeah, wanted that. From someone who's meant to be looking after poor, um, people who are poorly. I know. And I think that's a bad thing. Yeah. I don't think he knew. I don't he think he must really have known. Why, why is he paying her in booze for yeah. a start? If he's meant to be help, there helping these people. That's a good point. Why is he going, I'll tell you what, I'll give you booze instead. No, what you need to do is reform her and go, here's some money. <coughs> okay. She, you know, he, he might not have known the tactics, but, but you don't pay someone in booze and free rent. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to, Try and make them part of the uh, society. You don't pay a heroin addict. Heroin. Yeah. You know, payment, do she's you? in bad. She's in a bad way. She's in big trouble. So I've given her a place to stay, but um, she's had a, got a little bit of a job, and um, um, I pay her with heroin. That's yeah. just it's just wrong. It's backwards. That is throwing petrol on the fire. Yeah, it is. That's what it is. Now, considering what we know about her, th- this is what we know now. Her neighbours, Dennehy's neighbours, said that she was cool, completely, totally, totally sound. She was intelligent, well-spoken, respectful, really, really good with, like, neighbours, kids. She'd play with them. It's like she was trying to start a new life. Yeah. But nope. Nope. She's just like a chameleon. Like I think we mentioned Hindley last week as a chameleon, able to adapt and make people... She she portray herself to people as they wanted to see her. Yeah, I think she's doing exactly the same thing. Now, everywhere she lived, Dennehy assembled a herd of disciples that would like blindly follow her into doing anything she wanted until she'd get bored and move on or evicted or whatever. Because mm-hmm. she's a pa- like she, feminist should love her. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Feminists don't care. <laughs> She's repulsive. Uh, but you know, like um, when you know when like a man falls in love with a mental cunt like like her, because there are tapped women <laughs> out there. Like there are tapped men out there. Yeah. Do you do you think it's something similar to when when ladies were falling in love with Ted Bundy? Because, you know, they were sending him shit and, fuck, I love you. What What is it? Um, I, th- I think there's a few things. I think it's a dominance thing. They like someone to be dominant. And if someone's a psychopath and going, you're going to fucking do this, I'm going to kill you, do this. They're <laughs> quite dominant, aren't they, really? They're yeah. quite intimidating and dominant. Um, and I also think people like to try and, it's like a challenge. It's like a, a weird mental thing. So maybe to try and change them or, or even not even to change them, just to try and adapt with them. And try and change them a little bit in a certain way. Yeah, I think sometimes when people look lost as well, people want to help. Um, okay, I I probably wouldn't if I saw her. I'd probably go, no. You no, probably no, no. would. I feel sorry for her. Yeah, but I don't think I would. Um, I don't think I would try and help her, knowing um what like what she's up to. If I knew she was out in the raz all the time and doing this and that, cutting, you know, got knives in people's backs. You know what I mean? If someone went, you know, I slept with her the other night and she was doing this, I'd be like, I ain't getting near her. I'm not yeah, even going to try and help her because she's she's clearly tapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clearly. I think I think it's, like, exciting because, you know, like, you know, being around her will fuck... You might get fucked to death or she might chop your cock off or something. I think, she's, you know, blokes are just like... I don't think I'd find that exciting. Mad. You know, blokes are fools. She can cast a... She could clearly cast a spell... Yeah, on a geezer and blokes like you say think with a dick in in some instances, and uh, I can see why geezers will think she's all right. She's just a bit of a live wire. It'll be a fun Friday night. Probably not a good idea. You know, it's like you know what I mean. Anyway, there's a geezer we've got to talk about now called Gary Stretch. He's he's a 48 year old dude, and he was one of her disciples, and he was a big bastard, mate. He was he was seven foot three inches tall. He was massive. Fucking hell. Yeah, he was a criminal. He had burglary, being inside, you know, like assault, whatever. How the fuck does he get into buildings? <laughs> yeah, in a yeah. cat flap. Yeah. Like, fucking fair <laughs> play to you. I'd be like, you deserve a medal for that. You, you deserve to rob everything in this house if you can get through a cat flap. <laughs> he just put his hand down the chimney. Just, <laughs> like, just fucking grab stuff. Just, just like, like oh, that's the front room, that's the telly, I'll have that, pull that up. <laughs> just imagine that just sitting there and a giant hand comes down. <laughs> and he, goes, <laughs> <laughs> he was a bit, I don't know if he was simple. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but he was totally infatuated by her again, as well, you know, blokes do this all the time. She actually met him when um, when they were both on parole, and he'd follow her around like a dog. She'd even whistle. She'd whistle to get his attention. He'd come running. It's like, what? How do you... There's weird fetishes, don't know, people have got. Yeah. You hear all these shit about um, people with sex fetishes where they dress up as kids, like babies and nappies oh, and yeah. stuff. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's 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 all fucking weird, isn't it? Oh, mega. It's a dominance thing, though. That is. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Paul D- Paul Daniels used to do that to Debbie McGee, apparently. But that doesn't surprise me. He was completely not a cock. <laughs> <laughs> he was. You know what he said about Freddie Mercury? He was, no. He was oh, I don't know, fucking know who he was. Well, this is after he died, and you know he's, he obviously won that good and all this. He didn't know who he, he was in front of like Brian May and all this. What? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "You're a fucking prick, mate." Yeah, you are. He didn't know. If he, was he just? He said I he think he was just being a dick about it. He was just being a dick about his death. Like, like he was like, uh, so people die every day. Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And he's right in that aspect, but it's not not a right thing to say when the band are sitting next to you. Yeah, you're looking to get fucking punched you, in yeah, the head, mate. You're gonna get raped. Get your fucking magic wand out. Yeah, yeah. 
It'd be like bringing Joanna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <you'd> bring in, <laughs> yeah, bring in Dennehy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can show you a magic wand. Yeah. So Gary Stretch, he like we say, he, t- he totally fell for her. Um, and <laughs> Gary Stretch as well, sorry. He changed his name. Oh, did he? Yeah, <laughs> deliberately because he was yeah. so massive. Oh, uh, yeah. For, for a second, I thought it was like his actual name, <laughs> proper name as uh, well. I, just I, was I was going to write it down, but I don't know. Brilliant. It only just got to me because I was thinking he's seven foot three or whatever it was. <laughs> Gary <laughs> Stretch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah, yeah. But he was, he was willing. Like, she got in his head that much. He was willing to help Dennehy dispose of bodies and cover her crimes up and even hunt for potential victims. Oh, so he, he, she did have an accomplice in a way. Yeah, she had, sev- she had loads. Yeah, but there to get rid of bodies and stuff, though. I there's mean, two accomplices oh. in this in research that I've left out because it's just going to be too much. Yeah, okay. Every geezer like just craved her attention. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. She's just a fucking. Yeah, but are, are these geezers all like you say simpletons? I don't know if they're fuckwits. I don't know if they're simple, but she just Druggies knew what fuckwits. That's yeah. what it is. She knew what to say. She knew. Put it this way, right? Any normal person. I can guarantee, right? You, will, if if she, they're not going to be someone who who who's a lawyer is going to be going out with her. Going, do you know what I'm infatuated yeah, by? Yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah, be going. Yeah, You're yeah. fucking nut. I don't know, man. You never know. No, there was. Some nah, they're all going to be fucking like crackheads or simpletons. I don't mean that in a in a bad way. Calling people simpletons, but that's what you, it is. Yeah, you, simple. There was a lecturer from Birmingham Uni that spent time in prison. I can't remember what it was, but. Um, you know, I think proposed to her, gave her a ring or something. So we've got there's intelligent people falling for a left, fuck right, with. centre. Sorry, but there's a lot of intelligent fuckwits. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. You got a degree in something, doesn't mean you're fucking clever. Good point. Doesn't mean know. doesn't mean you got any logic to life. It means you can learn. Yeah, you don't be, well, yeah. Coming from me, I don't know. Fuck knows, doesn't matter. I think time to have another beer. I think so. Bash out a tune. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Do it. He opened his mouth like it was gonna be a massive burp, and he just went like that. Yeah, there was nothing there. I thought it was gonna be massive the way you, you sort of, you know, stanced up to it. Yeah, it looked, it looked. I had a good posture. Yeah, and then it just went. It just failed. Mm. Silent but violent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Rob was just having a check, checking her out on YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a few clips that when we. Um, cover it as we get through the uh, the podcast. <clears throat> I'll reference these parts, but like particularly the police station interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's just yeah, bit bit Z- tapped. Zero fox given, mate. Yep. So in March 2013, Denny's sort of sadistic sexual urges and lust for blood. That sounds quite dark and dramatic, but that's literally what it was. Yeah. Kind of like took over her. And she fully, proper exploded into a monster. And by the way, at the time of the murders, she was on probation <coughs> for theft. So okay. the authorities were supposed to be monitoring her. Okay. But you can't, I mean, it's hard. You can't uh, watch someone Yeah. 24-7. Well, especially when there's loads of people who are on this probation sort of thing all around the UK. So you can't have an officer per person. They've just got to yeah. go with either a tag and hope that... That's right. Yeah. 
or fucking just, you know, fucking fingers yeah. crossed. Simple as, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, if they're like super mad when you're you're, you're watching them, then you, if they're completely fucking crazy, you can you can lock them up. But if they're not displaying the signs of, you know, being a psychopath, yeah, then then insanity. There's not a lot you can you can do. But the first victim was a 31-year-old Polish fella called Lukasz Slabozewski. Right. If I'm pronouncing that right. So mm-hmm. Sorry to our Polish listeners, which we have a few of. Okay. Uh, he'd been in the UK since 2005. He was on heroin. Uh, I think he was actually on methadone at the time. Okay. He was a warehouse worker. He'd m- maybe hard times. But, you know, it seems to be like a lack of, of cash tends to push people down these these routes that yeah. anything to sort of escape the, the the reality of the rigors of life I, su- I suppose but um lucas met joanne dennehy in a local boozer and he stuck up like a, a conversation really just started chatting to her and again completely sucked in by her allure uh, they swapped phone numbers mm-hmm. not a good idea he thought that they were friends and obviously she's thinking Otherwise, yeah, yeah. she's obviously got plans for him. Um, I'd like to sit down and talk to her. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like I'm like falling into that trap. No, but just to see, yeah, what led her to... Did, what were you thinking at the time? Were you thinking about that at the time? Or what? Well, I want, you know what I mean? I'd want to I'd want to sit down and just, like, obviously, with everybody pointing guns at her, so I'm safe. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've got bodyguards around me. I'll be crying in the corner. But just, just so it, like... Can she do what she did to others to me? Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see. Can she do it to anyone? Apparently, she did it to like um, you know, crime authors that they go in and like research, like you know, researchers, and they'd be like, "Fucking hell, she's got me. Mm. How's she doing this?" Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even say she's fit. Mm. Maybe, maybe if she wasn't like a drunken, mad, like unwashed crazy woman she might look all right yeah maybe i don't know if she was like a lawyer she yeah man i think she'd be an attractive uh, uh, but she obviously just doesn't care about that yeah, aspect yeah. she's just obviously a complete nutter you know what i mean but anyway uh the 19th of march 2013 it was literally a few days after lucas met her um she texted slabo zevsky saying i'm at naked i'm naked at home come round and fuck me so he's thinking yeah, he's thinking. Bingo. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, what? Of course you're gonna go. There's nothing wrong with that, is mm. it? No. He's, he's found. He's found a. He's he's speaking to a woman that is a live wire, to say the least. And he's like, "Yeah, man, this is gonna be fun." He's free and single. She's free and single. Mm-hmm. Now, to him, it's just some fun. There's nothing like people use Tinder, whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just go for it, you know. But it was a full-on honey trap, like a proper Black Widow spider web type shit. Yeah, yeah. She'd obviously chosen that she was going to kill him there and then. And one of his final text messages was to a friend saying something like, uh, "Like life is beautiful. Now I have this as a girlfriend, or have her as a girlfriend." What? Like he literally thought that she was proper. Like there was a potential of a relationship. Right. Okay. So uh, anyway, he headed over to her bedsit for some ramrod yeah, action yeah. and we don't know whether it was just after he arrived or whether he was leaving but it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't really matter but um joanne dennehy attacked him with a pocket knife not not a big thing but like a sort of a three or four inch blade but you know 
That's all it takes, isn't it, man? Yeah, yeah. If it's sharp. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Done. And she shanked him once, incredibly violently, through his heart. She went straight for his heart, killing him almost instantly. And um, she then put his body in a wheelie bin. Right. And poured bleach over him, over his corpse, possibly to disguise any potential smells. smells yeah. M- maybe. Maybe. Right. Um, but she didn't keep the wheelie bin in the garden, because that would be like... Far too logical. Yeah, yeah. She put it out on the fucking pavement. She just put it out on the, just left it there on the pavement. Yeah, like you put your, like, like if you're putting your, um, your bin out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just like it's, oh, it's fucking Wednesday. The bin men are coming. <laughs> yeah, there's a corpse Get in a bin. I know. What the fuck? Anybody could have looked inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone, if people pissed up, I've done. I've walked back home <laughs> and I've had like, a, like a bag of chips or something. You got the bag after, and the wheelie bins out. You open up the bin and chuck, yeah, chuck of course, it. Yeah, course, Walking by, yeah. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Oh, so many people walk past, throw it in my bin. Imagine opening that and fucking hell, bleachy smell, and you're looking, and it's a fucking body, like, covered in bleach. You'd be like, what the fuck? What's I think happening? I had too many beers tonight. You know what she did, though? She, like, she put it in a neighbour's bin or something. Or no, what? she put it in a bin but and put it out on the street, but then he was, like, so blasé about taking her life. She, she, she sh- wasn't even trying to hide it. Got a 14-year-old girl. She, Here, come have a look at this. Showed her the, showed her the body. What? Yeah. Like proud of her work. Look at that. It's a dead man in in a wheelie bin covered in bleach. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? Um, I think it's time to go home. <laughs> do I need to say that's great so I don't end up in a yeah, wheelie yeah, bin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking great, Daddy. High five. Yeah, high five. Now realizing she couldn't leave a corpse in a bin on the pavement, she uh, she called on Gary Stretch to help her cover her tracks and dispose of the body, and he jumped at the chance because he's. You know, he's yeah. fucking tent pole for her, isn't he? They loaded the body into a car. Joanne bought what with What's fucking wrong with these people? I know. What's going... This is why I would like to... I'd, I'd, I'd like to sit down and go, how do you fucking make people do that? Did did he... Did he... Um, did, you know what I mean? Did, did she call him or text him saying, I've got a dead body, can you help me move it? Yeah. Like, literally like that. Because if she's oh, been blasted over 14-year-old, so then look at this. I just, if, so, if she texts me saying that, I'd just ignore the message... I called the police. Straight to the police and go, get rid of this bitch. Well, he, sa- he said that she's, ah, that's just Joanne. She's off her head. Man, she did worse than that as we get through it, how she like tells him. But anyway, the pair load the body into into a car that she'd actually bought off Kevin Lee, her landlord. He he lent her some money to buy the car and she killed him in a few days, like a few days later. The, the, she killed the landlord? She killed the landlord as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They drove um, to a place called Thorny Dyke. <laughs> Fawny Dyke. Go on. She's a Fawny Dyke. <laughs> Up in the Fens, which is yeah. like about 10 miles from uh, the city centre. And they dumped his body in a um, in a drainage ditch. They would, like, apparently they were sure that nobody would find it. What are you talking about? Mm. Someone's going to find yeah, it. Of course, sir. So thinking away, thinking she's got away with it at this point, And uh, the rush from killing and seeing blood was so intense for her. Like, so, so intense, she she couldn't help herself and struck again. The 29th of March is about a week or so. They can't, they don't know exactly when Lucas actually was killed. Well, because if he's bleached up and stuff, it's going to change everything, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit we, different to uh, being just left outside and they go, we know it's probably about three, four days. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a Bleach bit difficult. Bleach would be fucking, I don't know, what, that'd be just carnage. Well, on the, on the 29th of March, Dennehy murdered 56-year-old John Chapman. Now, he actually lived with her. He was a housemate, shared a room in a bedsit. Right. You know what I mean? It's dark. Yeah. And John Chapman was a Falklands War veteran. 
he had a drinking problem. Um, and by all accounts, he was a really nice fella, nicely spoken. No, he didn't yeah, say yeah. fuck like us yeah, reprobates. Yeah. He was never in any. He was a tidy drunk, an alcoholic, but a tidy drunk. He'd help people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but with that, that kind of makes him incredibly vulnerable around her. Well, definitely, yeah. He probably knew. Obviously, he would have known she was a nutter, and probably yeah, he tried did. his best to stay away from her most of the time. I imagine, but. He was petrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told Nate, he used to call her the mad woman, and he actually spoke to friends, and he said, look, man, she's going to take me out. Yeah. Like, she's going to kill me. She's threatening to kill me, and I believe her. He'd yeah. even lock himself in his room when she came home and just shut the fuck up and hope that she wouldn't even know he was there. As soon as I, if I got threatened by her and, t- and she said that, uh, I would have, as soon as next day turned up or whatever, and she went out to get cigarettes or whatever, or some booze, I would have gone. I wouldn't I wouldn't care. I'd just be out. Be yeah. Like, I know she's a fucking lunatic. I've got to go. It, it's weird because it's like you think at the time something bad might happen, but you you probably don't actually really think that someone's gonna going murder to murder you. Yeah, you, you. Well, you wouldn't, would you? But I suppose you, unless you're in her, you know her and you know what she's like, you, you have to just yeah. judge her by her personality and go, I'm out of here. See Sorry. ya. Yeah, yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. So we don't know if they had a fight. Now, the sublines of thought that she murdered him after he accidentally walked in on her in the shower. But I don't buy that at all. No. Considering how scared he was of her. If you could yeah, hear the shower go You wouldn't walk in, no. <laughs> yeah. You're not walking in. You know no, what I mean? No, of course, yeah. If, you, if you're petrified of her and you hear the shower go and you go, well, it's only me and her. She's either in the shower or near the shower about to go in. Don't. Go yeah. near it. Leg Stay it. away, man. Yeah. Now, she murdered him. She stabbed him once through the neck and then stabbed him a further five or six times in the chest, twice through the heart, using so much force that she, like, snapped his breastbone. She, like, went pop. Sternum. Yeah, proper went through the bone and then broke it. And the neck injury alone was apparently enough to kill him. Yeah. He was murdered in bed and was possibly asleep or passed out at the time. There was no signs of... So he didn't walk in on her then, obviously. No, they reckon that... Well, the line of thought is that she she did it because he walked in on her. Right, okay. But I, I, I well, don't know. Yeah. Uh, but there's, like, there was nothing to indicate that he defended himself. Yeah. Um, she didn't give two fucks, mate. Uh, once killed, once she murdered him, she removed and concealed his body. She didn't take him out of the house. He just like hid it somewhere. And then she went shopping for a bit. Yeah, okay. Not by, like, Probably went to Greg's for a pasty or something, you know what I mean? That's what most people do. I know, man. Hard day's graft, get pasty in. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the very same day, only a few hours later, Dennehy called her landlord, Kevin Lee. That's the fellow that she'd borrowed money off yeah. to to, uh, to buy the car. And the one who's telling her to be a bouncer sort of thing. Yeah, the one who employed her, her booze. booze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, we mentioned him earlier. He was married and had children. He was a kind family man because he's, he's running his own business. He's helping disadvantaged people. Apparently. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, he was, but maybe maybe that was just her influence. Maybe, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Just give me fucking, just pay yeah, me yeah. a beer with a knife against his throat. He's like, fuck it, all right then. Uh, but such was Dennehy's pull on him, they actually began having an affair. Uh, she, he knew she was dangerous as fuck. Yeah. You know I mean, she'd already told him that she'd kill people but um, it was exciting man she's a live wire and unpredictable you know what I mean fucking crazy I don't think he felt genuinely threatened because if he did you you wouldn't have you wouldn't have gone round you wouldn't think so would you is that magic pussy again <laughs> do you know what I mean 
But the same day that he, uh, she killed John Chapman, she sent Kevin Lee a, a text message and she said, um, I want you to come round to my house so I can d- dress you up as a woman and rape you. So he's thinking, what? bingo. <laughs> That's just, I mean, yeah. It, it, the, the prospect of that is probably not good, but the <laughs> the intent, like her, what she's saying is, is saying that she's up for it. Yeah, yeah, but still. Do you know what I mean? If I got texts out, I'd, I'd go, um, what videos have you been watching? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, she'll show you when you get round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's thinking, fucking bingo, I'm going round. Mm. So then he was so excited, I mean, she, intensely excited about the process. I mean, she was, I reckon, frothing at the gash the whole way through yeah, all probably, of this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Proper wet knickers time. I don't know whether they had sex. I don't. It doesn't. I don't think it really matters. No. Really. But uh, then he did what she said she was going to do. She stripped him off and dressed him in a black sequin dress. And at some point, when he was there, she attacked him. She stabbed him five times in the chest, penetrated both his lungs and his heart. So she's deliberately targeting him. In mm. you know what I mean? She's trying to fucking take yeah, him yeah, yeah. out. And he also had hand injuries that it sort of you so know. So he's trying to defend himself. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that's the same day as killing that fella? Killing Chapman, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. I know, yeah. It's mad. There was a dead body in the house when he turned up. So it's, yeah, so there's two dead bodies in the house now. Yeah, yeah. And when you compare that, that uh, you know, this this, yeah, yeah. this murder of uh, of Kevin Lee to the first murder, which was a single stab wound, now we've got a bloke dressed up as... A woman, yeah. And it's, he's been... It's a spiralled mega really quickly. So what she did, she called on Gary Stretch again. To help Gary, her. come on, mate. <laughs> to, to we, help we, we talked about Garys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hate them. They're all wankers, aren't they, Garys? Do you know what she said when she rang him? She went, oops, I did it again. She just sang Britney Spears <laughs> down the phone to her. Seriously? That's how she told him? What the fuck? And uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, there's two dead people in the house. And he, he, when he turned up, he was like, well, fuck, I can't. We need extra, we need extra muscle to move. There's two corpses, heavy yeah, shit. Yeah. So they, um, they called... One of his mates called Leslie Layton, and he and he was drafted in, and again he just fucking went with it. He just went with whatever she said. You know what I mean? And the three of them, in, by the way, in the car that Kevin Lee, the bloke who she's just killed, bought essentially because mm. she got money off yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. They actually bought it for the sole purpose of disposing of bodies. What the? F- with the dude she's just fucking killed, Cash. Gary Stretch called the car the hearse. The hearse. It's mad. It's a fucking... John Chapman's body was dumped in the same ditch next to uh, Lucas and Kevin Lee's body was driven to Newborough and dumped in a drainage ditch and his body was positioned deliberately to degrade the poor fella, even in death. So, like, whoever found him would be proper freaked out. She's such a psychopathic maniac. Fucking crazy. Now, Kevin Lee was a family man and like the other fellas who were... They weren't drifters, but they were... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They were on their own at this point. They didn't have kids. So Kevin had loved ones who got worried immediately. Yeah, where Stri- was he? Yeah, within like an hour or two of him. Yeah. yeah. Apparently he was a very routine bloke. You know, he'd yeah. come home at seven o'clock or whatever, have his dinner, watch TV, cut a beers, bed, every yeah, yeah, yeah. night. When he didn't turn turn up, his missus got a bit panicked. Uh, his phone was off. You know, he'd spoke to her. He spoke, Kevin had spoke to his wife about what Joanne Dennehy yeah, was yeah. like. yeah. Um, you know, she, she knew, but whether it was, they don't, I mean, at this point, you don't know if it's real. No. Do you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, she says she's doing this, but is she really? Yeah, probably. she's not living in a real world herself, so why would you believe her? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Good point. She's not. She's in a fantasy world. Yeah. So on the on the evening that Kevin Lee disappeared, on the request of his wife, the police searched the properties he owned, just on the off chance he's like chilling in one. Yeah, yeah. Just come. Yeah, maybe just problem and he's there trying to sort it. Yeah, well, whatever. Or, or like, <laughs> I mean, if he's cheated on his wife already, um, I'm not casting any, you know. Mm. judgment but well, they may not have been happy in the relationship and he may have just been chilling somewhere that's mm. what she may have thought but they broke into Dennehy's bed sit yeah and uh, the officer said that when they got inside it stank of bleach and there was loads of empty bottles lying around and there was also blood on the floor and evidence that somebody had been licking licking blood off a table what yeah I know yeah <laughs> So, um, obviously, the police ran checks and realised that Dennehy was known to them for doing... Weird shit. Weird shit. And they ran tests on the blood, like quick, smart forensic tests, and they realised that blood came from two different people. Okay. And they're thinking, ah, shit. Yeah, what's what going mean? on here? Yeah, yeah. And, mate, mate, people saw Gary Stretch loading bodies into the boot of a car. And they weren't... They're not even fucking... They're blatant about it, aren't they, as well? Didn't care. Everything is... I mean, they're storing bodies in bins on the fucking road. Yeah. I'm getting 14-year-old kids to look at it. It's nuts. This is fucking nuts. It's completely nuts, mate. Um, the next day, the 30th of March, a dude walking his dog found Kevin's body in a ditch. Now, horrifically, he was lying face down, backside up. Basically, the doggy started position with the skirt pulled up because he was still in the fucking dress yeah. with his ass exposed. And I read the court documents and Joanne Dennehy had shoved something up his ass, lubed right. and shoved something up his ass, up his ass, and, and, and like you know, even even in death, yeah. she was still. So it's kind of a lewd, and she's practicing necrophilia on him. Well, in a way, in but a it's, way, yeah. it's um, it's like like you say, it's like a weird humiliation of of a dead body. Um, I don't know how you'd class that. Um, you know, what I mean, as a serial killer thing, but it's it's a. It's weird. It's crazy. Well, the fact that she said... Why Why did she do it only to him and not the other two as well? I don't know. But because he's in a dress and he's just she's on purpose he fought this. I think it's alluded to necrophilia because she said in text messages, I'm going to rape you. Yeah, yeah. And oh, they right, found mate, yeah. him, you know... With something up his ass, yeah. So almost immediately, Kevin Lee's car was found completely burnt out. Now, the police went through his phone records and saw a specific mobile phone number cropping up a lot on that final evening. They were able to trace it and figure out that that phone number was used in the same location that Kevin's car, that one that was burnt out, was found in. Now, the number was John Chapman. He was the guy that Denny killed earlier that Mm -hmm. day. She stole his phone after killing him and just thought, fuck it, this is my phone. Right, okay. I don't know why I found that, like, crazy, but... It's just a disregard to anything. It's like I don't... Not bothered. Just completely blasted. I just want his mobile now. You know what I mean? Carry on. A a few few more... um, After a bit more searching through the records, because, you know, they've got to fucking search this shit, they got the number of... uh, Leslie Layton, another number that was cropping up that evening because they were calling him because they needed him to get rid of two bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the second accomplice, obviously, and he was promptly arrested there and then almost. And he told the police that Gary Stretch and him had helped move two bodies for Dennehy and that the couple, i.e. 
Dennehy and Gary Stretch were now on the run, heading to Norfolk. So he told the police straight yeah, out yeah. right on that day. Now, immediately, they put a call out to every single police force in the UK. Dennehy and Stretch's face were plastered all across the news. Yeah, yeah. Because they were like, this is a fucking maniac no, yeah, on the yeah. go. So they headed to Norfolk. They robbed the house um, before stopping off at one of Dennehy's mates, uh, a woman called Georgina Page. And she was actually an ex-cellmate of Dennehy. She'd been inside with her. Mm. They chilled at her house for a bit. They saw themselves on TV. Now, Georgina reckons when De- Dennehy saw herself and Stretch, like, plastered across the news, she was she was jumping up and down, like, with joy, like, complete singing. We're singing in the rain whilst drinking Jack Daniels. What? Completely fucking... And that's where she took that picture on the balcony. Yeah. Was that, so that was after? That was then, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, they were on the run at doing this fucking crazy stuff. They knew they were going to prison. They, uh, Georgina Page, they said, she was like, you're going to go to fucking prison? And she was like, yeah, I know, don't care. Right. It was part, it's almost like part of the plan. They loved the attention and, and notoriety that the, I mean, it was all sort of engineered to get onto, onto, t- yeah, onto yeah. TV. So thinking they'd been uh, like detected, they had to keep moving to sort of, you know, keep themselves, not hidden, but yeah, just yeah, yeah. Tra- can't track them down. So they headed to Hereford, but they stopped off and burgled a house in Hertfordshire. As you do. As you do, yeah. I mean, As you like a most wanted person at the moment. Just going to rob a house? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're on the run. They've killed people. They're fucking tapped. Why not, man? They need cash. Just do it, yeah. And when they were there, they picked up another accomplice called Mark Lloyd. What the f- Where yeah. are these people coming from? Yeah, yeah. No. So I know. Around, do you, you want to be a, join a murderer? Yeah, got him. Okay, this is easy. I thought he was. Well, he must have seen her on TV. Mm-hmm. He was a criminal friend, and he, he oh. was sort of brought on board to try and help offload the uh, the stolen shit from houses to buy cash for fuel and fags and booze and you know fuck knows what else. And on April the second, which is four days after the murder of John Chapman uh, and Kevin Lee, Dennehy's getting restless at this point. She's, okay. you know, she's a, she wanted to kill again. She actually said to Gary Stretch, you've had your fun with the burglaries, now I need mine. So she she kind of sees this sort of interim period between the, the you know the murder and this uh, what yeah, we're yeah. going to go into next as as accumulation of of cash to help them do it to help a murder again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're seen on various CCTV cameras in petrol stations and shops. Uh, you know, whilst travelling around to get booze and fags or whatever. And in one piece of footage, um, Dennehy, can, you can see her pointing at a like a female shop assistant, telling her to turn around so she can check her ass out. She's like draped over the back of a geezer. She's like, you, leak proper menacing, you, t- turn around and fucking look at your ass. And this this woman does it. She doesn't know what's going on, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And uh, they, they, you know, d- that footage, check it out. It, it, is, it is quite menacing. Yeah. Ten minutes... Ten minutes after that footage was shot, um, Dennehy had told Gary Stretch to to just drive her around because she wanted to kill a man walking a dog. <laughs> not a woman. Right, okay. Not a child. It's not really, uh, specific, that is. I know, yeah. I, I think she just wants to steal a dog or some shit. To be honest, if I was G- Gary Stretch up again, this is, uh, where, when's this man going to turn into me? Yeah. In other words. Yeah, I know. Because he would have ended up dead. If it carried on, I, I guarantee she probably wouldn't have ended up killing him. Well, I don't know. I think so. Maybe. Who knows? He's a big she seems fucker. Pretty, pretty spontaneous and 
Yeah, but it doesn't matter, does it? If he's asleep, whatever, she'll just go, flop, 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 flop. get one of those through his heart. He can't really do much, doesn't matter if he's fucking 50 foot tall. Good point. It's a good you know point. So they're driving around and they come across a uh, just a random dude called Robin uh, Bereza. He was 64. A retired uh, fireman, I believe. And he was just minding his own business, unfortunately walking his dog. Yep. I, d- I don't think he was going to take his dog for a walk. But he's like, fuck it, I'll just do it anyway. Mm. Unfortunately, that's fate, isn't it? Um, they spot him. Then he jumps out of the car and just ran up behind him and just shanked him in the back. Just fucking... Boshed him. him in the back. Yeah, with a five-inch lock knife. With such force, his shoulder b- blade snapped. And he also broke bones in his arm. What? I know. She's fucking superwoman, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He thought he'd been punched initially. He just right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thought it was like one of his mates like playing a trick on him. I was like, what kind of fucking... Yeah, well, it's your mate that's fucking... Pops your shoulder. Or laugh. And yeah. just <laughs> sit there pissing himself. And he broke your arm and fucking <laughs> ripped your shoulder out. Nuts in it. So he turned around and Dennehy was uh, just like, she just carried on fucking stabbing him um, in the chest and he, he fought back, you know, he's trying to tr- yeah, yeah. do what he can, but if you've already been stabbed, proper, you, well, it's going to take your energy down, it's like Mortal Kombat. So he just collapsed to the floor. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So when, when he hit the deck, she, um, well, she just fucking carried on, you know what I mean? And he mm. actually spoke to her during the attack. He, he remembers saying to her, uh, why? Just yeah, yeah. What yeah? What the fuck, really? Yeah. Just why? And apparently, she then he calmly says, "Because I, I I want to kill you. Just die. Just really calm and relaxed." She left him for dead, and then walked back to the waiting car and drove off. That's really it's horrible, man. Because um, Robin Berez's thirty-six wedding anniversary, thirty-six wedding anniversary was the day before. Okay. And um, he was like, he had no phone on him. He couldn't call anyone. He was basically paralysed where he was until someone saw him. Well, he, he couldn't m- move, really. He mustered up the strength to get up and uh, and walk home. Now, he says he was absolutely positive that he was going to die. It didn't surprise me. I mean, fucking st- f- first stab, it feels like your, your shoulder blades come out, and, he kept, and then she carries on stabbing you, and you've just walked home. What, did he, what was the dog called? It, Gary. It, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't far. It, I don't think it was far, but the reason... But still, yeah. He actually yeah. walked past the doctor's surgery because he said that like, he was so convinced he was going to die... He wanted to get back to say to, to his, wife, his wife or something, yeah. He wanted to see his wife one last time. He said, if I go in there, I'm going to die and not see her. Yeah. So I'm going home, I'm going to just die on the floor in her arms or whatever. Fucking hell. Didn't, did like no one spot this person who's completely fucked walking back? Yeah, yeah, they with did. the dog. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, he was airlifted to hospital and, you know, he, he lost uh, feeling in fingers. Didn't surprise massive me. Massive operation or whatever. So after the attack, Dennis, like immediately after, she gets into the car and she was taking selfies between the first random stabbing and the second. Mm. I'll, I'll post the... Uh, I post the pictures on on Facebook. Nine minutes later, just up the road, uh, they drive past 64-year-old John Rogers, and he was walking his dog, obviously. Never one, yeah. You've got got to fucking keep to your plan. He just left the roadside. He was heading down a cycle path. Mm, Again, they stopped the car, and she violently attacked him, stabbing him more than 40 times. What the fuck? 40 fucking... That's a frenzy. That is a frenzy. He, uh, he also thought he'd been punched. <laughs> well, I've heard this, though, but when people get stabbed, it, they feel like it's a, just a real hard punch or something. I've heard about this. Not really, just like impact, is it? Yeah, I've, yeah I've heard people say, like, if you're being stabbed, it feels like someone's punched you, someone's punched you really hard. Yeah, I bet, man. 
Jesus. Well, kind of half it with a blade, yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, it's got, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, the shock that you're going to go into. Like, you, you're like, I remember when you chucked that fucking fishing rod at me and I caught it and it went through my thumb. No. When I was, you don't remember that? No. You don't remember that? No. All right, I'll fill you in and everybody that's listening. Rob threw a fishing rod at me when I was a young lad. I think, I don't, you think, I don't know, whatever, 10 or whatever, how old we were. And I had a leather glove on and I went to catch it and he went through my hand. Do you not remember that? No, no. Do you honestly not? No, I don't know. I didn't know it had happened. I tried to pull, I tried to like get the the, the uh, glove off because I thought it had just gone through the, the, glove. the fabric and it wouldn't come off. And then I, I kept pulling and it, I felt it snap, took it off and there it was sticking in my skin. And I went up and saw mum and I was like, mum, look at that. And <laughs> mum looked at it and went, what the fuck? And when she panicked, so I went, what the fuck? Yeah. And I started, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't know. So I don't know what that, I don't even know what my point was. <laughs> Maybe it's um you didn't feel like it actually went through you and it was like um adrenaline maybe which was Yeah, yeah. Your body just goes, Fuck me, I'm being raped literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I suppose let's cover up this rape by just pretending it's something else. Blot it out. Yeah. So I could imagine you're not knowing that you've been stabbed if you have. But uh yeah, he fell down like a um a grassy well he didn't fall down the grassy slope, he was backing away from her and she was just fucking surprised me if he's been stabbed forty times. There's not much else he can do. But he collapsed on the floor and then she just went to town, stabbing both of his lungs. She she um his bowel was perforated, so <laughs> He's not in a good way. No. And came out, mate. He was exposed. And she fractured nine of his ribs. in this. So she's going fucking mental. Nine ribs, mm. perforated, exposed bowel, and 40 stabs. You know what I mean? He actually said to her, just leave me alone. He was just, just leave me alone. You know what I mean? Desperately trying to, can't defend himself. Yeah. To which she replied, my boyfriend has told me to do this. Followed by, oh, look, you're bleeding I better do some more. She even licked his blood off the knife before she walked away in front of him. She's fucking crazy, mate. She says there was no emotion, just like a robot. Just and he survived as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He d- he did survive the attack. Where where was this? Uh, this is in where the fuck was this now, man? Hereford. So blokes over the age of 60 walking dogs are fucking hard as nails <laughs> in Hereford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. stab the fuck and they just either walk home or they survive. <laughs> the bowels out just go, fuck it, it's okay. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking mad, isn't it? It, it doesn't, it's just, it's beyond, it's beyond my comprehension that someone can do this. You wouldn't think it's real, would you? It doesn't seem real. Even if at the time, obviously it would be extremely real because it's happening to you. But you'd also be thinking... Like, it's just a dream or, some, or something? Because it's just like, what? You know what I mean? It's yeah. just carnage from, from walking a dog to, like, being obliterated. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. By a complete psychopath fucking crackhead, basically. So what she did is after after she stabbed him up, she nicked his dog, wandered off, got back in the car and drove off. And he was found by a passerby and rushed to hospital. And he was in intensive care for a week. He did recover, but about, I think it was about a year and a half later, he... um. He died, mm. but it was not related. Right, okay. Well, they say it wasn't related. Yeah, I imagine there's some sort of stress which probably was caused by that, which would have related to him dying, probably. So if you're stabbed for 40 fucking times and then you die a year and a half later. Yeah, okay. No, I mean. So obviously the police... Oh, there's nails, man. <laughs> the police were told, the alarm was right. They flooded the fucking yeah, area. Yeah, of course they would, because they, they, they probably, not too sure it's her, but they would have an idea. If she's plastered everywhere... 
and so on, sort of rampage in nine minutes. That they're going to think there's going to be another one. Yeah, yeah. And he, and at the time of the attacks, even though both men were incredibly seriously injured and hard as fuck, they gave really good descriptions of the attacker, and they yeah. both said she's got a star tattoo under her right eye, mm-hmm. which is the person that they're fucking looking for from the previous murders. Now, time is critical at this point because she's obviously on a rampage, mm. and they spot her car, um, but like in a, in a road. Pulled over in a road. Okay. Now, Joanne was on the back seat playing with a dog she'd just stolen. She was just fussing with it. The geezer she's just fucking left for dead, stabbed him 40 times. His bowels on the floor. He's the dog. And she's in the back. For, and she was Im- arrested immediately, obviously. And she didn't put up a fight yeah. by all accounts. She just went, which is odd. Because you'd expect... Usually they go nuts. And you'd think, and you'd think as well, because she thinks it's the final countdown. <laughs> so to speak, that she might lash out and go nuts because she clearly is nuts. Yeah. She's just stabbing random people with dogs. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fucking mad, isn't it? Uh, I think she probably just knew that, yeah, like you say, she'd be dead if she fought back. Yeah. So Gary Stretch, at the time of her arrest, she was waiting outside. Gary Stretch was inside a house trying to sell the shit that they'd nick from the bird. <laughs> <laughs> this is like fucking like it's comedy genius yeah, yeah, in a yeah. way. He he knew it was the time, like he saw it happening. Her arrest. He jumped the fence, and I think it was like a twenty-mile car chase. He was, he was arrested. Yeah. So he can't really hide, can he? If he's seven foot six or whatever he is. Yeah, he's in a micro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clown car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the first thing he says to the coppers is when they arrested him, he's like, he was like, ah, you've got me. We were going to be the next Bonnie and Clyde, which sort of implies that we're going to do more. And at mm. the police station, whilst being checked in, Dennehy was, was like laughing and joking with the police. She was like smiling. She didn't give a damn. She apparently stank of blood when they got her, and uh, it's all filmed. You can like it's what you were looking at before. Mm. You can check it out at the police station. She asked the police, "What am I up for?" And one of the officers says to her, "Attempted murder and murder." And Dennehy's reply was this: "She said murder and attempted murder." That's nothing. It's like going down for a Sunday roast. Easy. I've killed three. It could be worse. I could be fat. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay. So, if, you, if you're if you fat, it's worse than murdering three people and stabbing up two really hard fucking blokes walking dogs. Proper solid, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do I not d- try and stab an, a 60-year-old in Herefordshire <laughs> walking a dog. I think it was Hereford. I hope I'm not wrong. I can't remember. Well, we'll we'll go with that for the time being. Whatever. Big up Hereford. She seemed completely happy and relaxed in the the police station. Didn't give a fuck. Now, the the knife that they recovered, she wasn't wiping it down in in between between, the attacks. And it was black with blood. Proper fucking rotten. The next day, the 3rd of April, the bodies of Lucas Slabozewski and John Chapman are found. Now, um, she told police that she wanted to kill nine people, nine men in total, so they could be like Bonnie and Clyde. Right, okay. And that's actually what she wanted to do. You know what I mean? That was a goal, but she fell short because she just fucking went too too hard, too quick. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's like go big or go home in her book. Mm, yeah, yeah. At a first court hearing uh, before the trial, which is on the 18th of November 2013, she was laughing at the judge. Her defence team thought she was going to plead not guilty, but she, like, because she wanted to be in control, she was like, "Oh, guilty!" Just swat, like, switch yeah, yeah. everything just to fuck up all their their. Just everyone, so like, "What the fuck? What am I got to do now?" Yeah, yeah. She told everybody in the court. She said, "I'm not controlled by the police. I'm not controlled by my lawyers, and I'm not controlled by the judge." So go fuck yourselves, basically. Yeah, yeah. 
Denny was cocky. She was winding people up and appeared to be bored. She like, couldn't be bothered with it. And before trial, whilst on remand in prison in late 2013, police discovered information that she was planning an escape plot. I think she may have been writing it down in a diary um, or, or just trapping yeah. off. I'm not sure. But a plan was she was going to murder a prison guard cut off his finger and use it to fool the biometric security systems to open the fucking doors. Fuck. Uh, seriously, man, she's fucking... Now, they immediately put her into solitary confinement. Yeah, yeah. And, and kept her there for over a year. And she tried, she tried to sue... I've got all medieval on her ass. I literally would have, would have put her in a dungeon and locked that and just gone fucking freeze to death. I oh, know. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? She tried to sue the coppers afterwards. Well, because it, surprised me. it violated my human rights because solitary confinement made me cry. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry for making you cry. And before her appearance, <laughs> before her appearance in court for sentencing, she sent the judge letters, and one of them says, "I'm not sorry for murdering people." She didn't care. Yeah. She just did no fucks given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unsurprisingly, everybody. Was fat. I mean, it's an open shut case. Yeah, but she well, she knew, didn't she? She was, hence, yeah, why she was saying what she was saying and doing what she wanted to fucking do. She was just like, yeah, I'm done. So, <laughs> on the 12th of February 2014, Gary Stretch was found guilty of attempted murder and sentenced to 19 years in prison. Leslie Layton, who helped dispose of two bodies, was found guilty for perverting the cause of justice, and he got 14 years. What? Why, what did he do to pervert the cause of justice? He hid bodies. Yeah, but he might have kind of been forced to do it in a way. It doesn't matter. He should, as soon as if, someone if comes... If you turn up at someone's house and you're not told, and then you you know that she's a fucking psycho and he's obviously a fucking lunatic, do you just go along and help? Yeah, but then you immediately go to the police. Yeah. But he didn't... Oh, didn't you not go... Okay, right. The fucking man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Prison. Fair enough, he needs to go down, yeah. As soon as I left, as soon as I went, so see, so like Gary Stretch and Joanna, I would have been oh, get around <laughs> the corner on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck. You want to just have a look in this ditch? Yeah, there's, there's, there's a bodies couple of bodies in there. Um, I did help, but the reason was because they're fucking nutters. Like, uh, what was his name? Um, uh, Dave Smith, who helped um, uh, Ian Brady. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, he Remember? did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. went to the police immediately. Yeah, yeah. he Can't did, mean. didn't he? Went, went, he sort of like left the building and went home and went, um... You know, your your sister um, is been shanking people, <laughs> not not shanking, not wanking, <laughs> shanking people, and uh, um, I need to go to the police. <laughs> so on the twenty eighth of February two thousand and fourteen, uh, Denny was sentenced, and because she was so fucking dangerous, and effectively in the presence of the public in court, she was led to the dock surrounded by ten security guards, and again. She's found guilty of all accounts and sentenced to a whole life tariff, which we've already discussed in previous pods, that, that you're never getting out. Fucking regardless of what reform happens to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to rot in prison. The judge actually told the court that Denny, he was driven by a sexual and sadistic motivation. She was cruel, calculated, selfish, and, milit- and a manipulative killer. I called her selfish at the beginning. Because she fucking was. She actually laughed in the judge's face. And was smiling at the families when he said that. She was going, fuck you. She, when she was being led away to be banged up, she said, I'm sorry for the attempted murders, but I'm not sorry for the fucking murders. In other words, I wish I'd fucking killed them too. Yeah. What a fucking crazy bitch. I think out of all the psychopath murderers we've gone through, um, she obviously isn't the most prolific, but she's up there. Um most of the psychopath murderers, um, when they're in court and stuff, 
unless you're Bundy trying to do your own defence, which I think is a legend for trying to do, right? <laughs> to be honest, but um, you know, if they don't, they keep their kind of mouth shut and they're just going, yeah, I've been done. But she's gone, yeah, I done it, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, right in everyone's face. So disregard for anybody's feelings. Yeah. She's actually writing a book in prison, and oh, it's a, it's like a romantic sex novel about women who fuck men that they've murdered, like a murder sex fantasy sort of shit. Uh, I've heard that they do that. A lot of these prisoners do shit like this. They write books, but they're not allowed to earn any money off it or yeah. something. It's something weird like that. But I don't think they should be allowed to even release them if it comes from course, a man. psychopath murdering bitch or bloke or whatever. It doesn't matter. If they're writing a book based on um, kind of what they experienced, I don't think they should be allowed to sell it for charity and stuff. Yeah, it's important that we find out what yeah, they, they did. She'd, she'd take the copy off them and go, brilliant, we'll, we'll maybe do that. We'll just get our research. Nope, not happening. We're or just going to research it and all this. Or, or even like get like people in to interview them, speak to them and record what they say and then try and like give it to... So we can f- find out. It's important yeah. that they... It's important that they're allowed to say because you're not going to learn. No, it might be good for it might be good for them to get it out. It might keep them calm, which is fine. But sh- they should never ever be allowed to release books no, and stuff. There's can't. a lot of prisoners which are like that. Okay, if if you've done a robbery, fine, right, being awful, whatever. But if you've done fucking murdering. People right. like gangster books, don't they? Yeah, what, what's his face? Um, uh, O.J. Simpson, didn't he write a book saying, if I did it? <laughs> yeah. And it's basically what he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was. was when it, you know what I mean? And he made, I know he was already fucking rich anyway because of what, he, you know. Being no, he had to sell every, he had to, he owed like 30 million quid to pay like families and shit. So he was, but, but do you know what I mean? It's, it's not like, sh- that shit should not be allowed. It should go, Right, let me have a read of it. Have someone take it aside, read it and go, right, okay, we can see that, you know, he's talking about the murder, basically. Yeah. In a brackets or something else. Yeah, so, fucking, yeah. Dickhead. In August last year, she made a suicide pact with her lesbian lover, her scissor sister, cellmate. Oh, right. And police actually found them both curled up on the floor in their prison cell in a pool of blood. And then he had slit her own throat... And her lover had cut a... Ri- they actually said that they found them entwined, just fucking caked in blood. <laughs> so they, they t- both survived, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took them both to hospital. Did a shit job of it, then. Well, they pa- they patched them up and sent them back when they were, like, healed, back into the prison. And d- she did it again. Were they in prison in Hereford? Is there some sort of, like, like She's in weird... S- Bronzefield, which I think is in Suffolk. So I say, is there some sort of weird, like, like, like... um extraordinary out of human thing that you get stabbed in Hereford you don't die <laughs> you just get, keep stabbing yourself and you survive when they when they released her she did it again cut her own throat again she did it twice nice she fucking complete what, like, what have they done to her now chopped her arms off so she can't <laughs> do it well the latest news is that she wants to marry her cellmate girlfriend and she's trying to get legal aid to get the ceremony done which basically means that the taxpayer has got to pay for it Oh. But it, you, and they, they were wanting to separate them because they've killed. I mean, they slit her throat, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, it's against the human rights. Oh well, do you know what I'd do? I'd go, killing I, someone. Do you know what I'd do? I'd go put them in a, a lead a room which is sixteen foot wide of lead, right, <laughs> right, airtight. Close them in it and go. Here's some shotguns and some knives. Get married. I don't know. And they'll go okay. <laughs> They'll just do it because that's their logic. They just think, oh, that's that's probably what you're meant to do. I think that she's... I, I mean, if she's doing what 
is reported in the press. And she's had two cracks at slit in her throat. Uh, She'll do herself. It's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, well, well, I don't know. It makes me think, though, if she didn't... If she didn't um, but then it also makes you think that she didn't kill those two blokes and she stabbed one 40 times, so... Yeah. How bad did she stab him? Obviously not enough to kill him, which sounds mental because that's 40 stabs. Yeah, he was fucked up though, man. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's a but good point, man. I did think that. But then I think if she slit her own, ri- uh, own throat, sorry. Um, I, I've, got a, I've got a weird thing with people who... Um, try to commit suicide but can't do it. Get an erection, do <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I watch it all the time. <laughs> now, um, I mean, like, I just think um, you didn't want to kill yourself. Well, You're doing it. Yeah. You're doing it because if you wanted to kill yourself, you would. You would. You would. You'd be able to do it. In pri- uh, she's in prison though. Yeah. She's probably not. She but how did knives. she get a knife? Well, she must have to get f- slit a fucking throat somehow. Fucking fingernails. <laughs> Yeah, that's pathetic. That is, isn't if it? If they hadn't have found him, they would have died. They would have died. You want you just get one of them. To, you, you get your friend to strangle you to death or something. Fucking slit your own throat. Fucking hell! You can. I mean, that's fucking hardcore. Getting a knife and going. Fuck, I mean, it's not just running the knife across. Yeah, but You're she didn't do it though. She didn't do it though, did she? It was kind of in the, to me. That's attention seeking. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. She I might. think so. Yeah. I think so because if she if she, if she wanted to kill herself, she could do it. Yeah, but she didn't. That's how I see it. And same with a friend. One of them would have died. I love her. Uh, yeah, her scissor sister. Right. Her scissor sister. Right. If if they both had a suicide pact, right, one of them should have died at least. Okay, you might get the odd chance that someone might survive from trying to commit suicide. Maybe someone's. You can probably think of people who've probably jumped off a massive bridge into like the sea and they've just floated up something and fuck, I, I wanted to die and I'm here. Yeah, man, but like for both of them to have a suicide pact and one of them not uh, and and not one of them to die makes me think. Hmm. Or good prison services. Oh what? Sorry. All good prison services. The prisons, uh, the guards are there straight on it. Mm. Who fucking knows? <sighs> to be honest, if if I knew who was in the room and what she'd done, <laughs> yeah. I'd probably go. Do you know what? We'll give her five minutes and then we'll go in. I bet that happens. I bet that does happen, man. Uh, yep, I wouldn't surprise me, and I hope they do. I know it sounds bad, but like if there's Ian Huntley or one of these sort of murderers, and you walked in and you saw them on the floor because they cut their own throat or something, I'd go right. I'm gonna go and have a bacon sarnie. I'll be back in ten minutes, and yeah, we'll see definitely. what happens then. Yeah, because then you're gonna die suffering, or if you're not dead. Maybe I might call a guard or I might go and have a cup of tea somewhere <laughs> else first and then come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or clock watch for a bit. Yeah. There's certain people, I'm afraid to say, which um, need to go. And if they do it to themselves, well, if there's people who in dire straits, not the band, but <laughs> if if the people in dire straits who do it to themselves because they're stressed about um, uh, financial difficulties or uh, loved ones or whatever, yeah. and, and they're innocent. Um, th- you know, then these well, they just need tyrants yeah. des- trying to do it to themselves. Probably should be allowed to go. Mm. Yeah, man, it's hard, isn't it? Mm. So that's Joanne Dennehy, fucking s- absolute psychopath, mad as fuck. Didn't give two shits. No, not remorse. the end. Definitely. So basically, okay. once she got the first murder in, it was like, I don't give it... Even though she didn't give a shit before, it was like, I clearly don't give a shit. Yeah. She just... She murdered him, put him in a bin, put him with bleach and went to some 14-year-old kid, come and look at this body. Yeah. yeah she she, she did not give a shit. Double down as. on the madness. 
just doubled down and when you think that's mad that's like double person. bluffing that's like that is like a double bluff yeah, that yeah, is yeah. it's like do you know what i don't give a shit let's see what happens if i do this shocking in it and not... she probably thought she was a obli- um um not oblivious um indestructible in a way after doing that because what did that 14 year old kid do obviously we don't know because we don't know what happens with her. Probably, she's probably sitting in the corner shaking for days. Probably going, just the shut the fuck up and just went, Christ, if I say anything, there's a dead body in a it's bin on the what road. She said, though, she said, there's a body here. Look at this. If you say anything, I'll slit your throat or something. Yeah. And then she's just gone, because mm. she's 14. Just get, kept quiet, yeah. But, um, so there you go, people. Yeah. Lovely lady. Thanks for thanks for listening. Yeah. You um, can... Um, our marriage is uh, <coughs> Rob and uh, Joanna are getting married. <laughs> <on> the, uh, <laughs> jacket. She's got this seduction. She, you know, she's crazy. she has, isn't she? So get, get at us on uh, whatever you want to get us on. And, yeah, um, Google us. Just put us on Google, Robots for Eyes. You can type it all in one massive word or spread it out if you want, I suppose. <coughs> it will all come up. It will come up on Facebook, Twitter and all that. So um, if you want to give us some money, great. Do it on Patreon or if it's called. I don't know how to find us on it, but just type Robots for Eyes. It may pop up. <laughs> if you want a T-shirt, just type in Robots for Eyes T-shirt on Google. It might pop up. <laughs> there we go. Job done. Yeah. Till next time. Yeah. Enjoy your evening and weekend. We'll see you all later. Yes. See you later. Bye.